to this day, my, my stepdad or my mom or my my stepdad or my mom or my dad sat me down and say, this is how you zero out budget every dime that hits your paycheck. Never. Mm. I learned from Dave Ramsey. So don't come for Dave. He helping people out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So in order to, but I don't want that narrative. So I'm doing things about it and you feel funny when you start doing things about it. Right. But when a person just, before a person make a decision to make a step, mm -hmm. when you start looking at it, it look, it looks spooky. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when you start maneuvering and doing things, it's dangerous. You're like, oh, I ain't never done this before. Oh, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So mm -hmm. I think that's like one of the things, bro. Yeah. That's like, in order for you to change or save your life, it's risky. Because you're gonna have to go against the grain every time because you can't do the same thing over and over and expect something different to happen. The B2S Podcast is brought to you by Motivated Apparel. Motivated Apparel, the premier gear for motivation. A brand that motivates, inspires, and empowers you to stay motivated while chasing your dreams. Head on over to www.shiftmotivations.com forward slash shop motivated apparel and grab yourself some motivated apparel today. Hey, what up, world? Hey, what it do, man? Hey, welcome to another episode of the Blueprint to Success podcast. Y'all know how it is, man. It's your boy, Mike Mariner, a.k.a. The Shift Motivator. Y'all know how we do, man. Joined with my co-host, my brother from another mother. Y'all give it up for Alexander Hall. Yo, what's up? What's going on? What it do, man? What it do? What's going on, man? What's, I got lagging. Nothing, nothing. You know, it is what it is, man. We here right now. We chilling. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy. To, I'm actually happy to be here today. <laughs> Tonight. I'm happy to be here today. Today. For sure. Hit them keys. Tell you what. Tell me later. Today, for sure. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Yes, that's what's up, man. Y'all know how we do, man. Once again, y'all give it up for my other co-host, man, my brother from the same mother. Y'all give it up for Boy Wonder. Talking to you, huh, 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 huh. how you doing? Bad. How you living? How you, you good? You good? <laughs> I know he's good. I know she's good. I know they good. Big bad. Right out the training day. Big bad. Big bad. It is a blessed day. It is really blessed. It's a crazy week, but it is a blessed one at that. Oh yeah, it's been. It's most definitely been a crazy week. It's, it's been a crazy week with crazy coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> crazy co-workers who think you're crazy okay <laughs> and crazy bosses who think you're crazy okay all right it's just a crazy situation <laughs> it's cray 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 <laughs> ain't nothing worse bro ain't, there's nothing worse mm -hmm. 
there's nothing worse than somebody trying to tell you mm. how you process stuff. Well, I think you processed this. No, that's not what I processed. <laughs> <laughs> how you gonna tell me what my brain thought? <laughs> like, really? Well, these people but think this is crazy. what you really meant. <laughs> Yeah, these people think you're crazy. Well, I think you're. I think you thought this. No. What? <laughs> that's what you thought. <laughs> that's, that's what you think. <laughs> like you, boy. You had to. Just, you had to just. <laughs> bro. Anyway, bro. how you doing, Mike? You know how we do this. <laughs> anyway, how boy. was your week? <laughs> how was your week, dog? And these people think you crazy just because they got a higher like position than you. These crazy, people are crazy. 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 Oh, these man. people are crazy. Actually, nah, man. you know, I was good, man. You know, we uh. How was the Y'all know, um, you know, just a reminder, man, we do pre, uh, pre-record these podcasts because of our busy schedule. So um, sometimes it can be weeks in advance before you're listening to, to something mm-hmm. that we recorded something a couple of weeks ago. So um, right now we just celebrated the 4th of July, so which is actually my wife's and our dad's birthday. So Facts. Happy birthday, y'all. Yeah. Happy birthday, so, dad. Uh, we actually went down south. Yeah. For about a week, man. We had a ball, man. Just mm-hmm. chilling out with the fam. As you should. Did some R and R, man. We did some. Um, had a big event down at the beach down there, so we kind of took this little. Um, got this thing called a water taxi. Mm-hmm. So we we go down there, which I'm glad we did that because when we got down there, man, it was traffic was so bad. So because mm-hmm. you could have drove, but it was like, phew, nah, not in that man. And it was it was packed, and they had this big concert down on the beach. It was dope, man. And uh, we we left before it kind of got kind of crazy, so mm-hmm. um, we we probably stayed down there for about like an hour, hour and a half. Okay. And um, then we ended up going back. But the band they had, bro, they was dope. Mm. They was dope. So they actually supposed to. Uh, they were supposed to have. They said Flo Rida was supposed to be in there that night. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we definitely. Get you know, glad we left. So it's probably gonna get crazy. crazy. You showed ain't, up? ain't no probably. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, y'all was gone. Yeah, well, no, nah, we was gone. So okay, we wanted to fun. get get out of there before things really kind of mm-hmm. got a little wild. So mm-hmm. you know, people having a good time, and you can, you know, you can you can smell the smell. You, you know, you see the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So we was gonna get wrapped something to eat down there, but. <laughs> The, um, she didn't want to wait that long, so the wait was 55 minutes. For food? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, so many all, people, every, bro. all the restaurants were right there on the strip. Okay, gotcha, yeah. So everybody was out. So you got the outside restaurants, and everybody just hanging mm-hmm. out, and all of them packed. You got people walking all over the place, riding cars. Like, picture just Daytona. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha, yeah, 10 4. You know, you got, you know, everybody out, you know, you got the street cars out there and yeah. they got the music loud and people riding bikes and scooters and stuff. It was a dope vibe though, but yeah. we wanted to get out there before it got too crazy. So, because just from the time we walked from one end of the beach to the other, and then we did go to the restaurant, then she changed her mind. So by the time we did all of that came out, Got right back up to the beginning where we where you go across the street from where we came from. Mm-hmm. The crowd hadn't got like way bigger. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, time to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what y'all end Too up? Too many people uh, picking to eat. Like what y'all end we up? We just grabbed some and went. Man, we was we was, fi- <laughs> bro. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. It's a <laughs> it was a wing spot. 
in the hood down there. And we was going to try. Because they, they did fish, too. Okay. Man, we drove in there, and I can't not tell a lie. Like, I pulled up, and I pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> you saw a roach in there or something? Nah, man, it's too much activity out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel you. Yeah. Yo. That's where you got to come to ring and stuff. <laughs> and then <laughs> wife looked at me, she was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw, actually, I was like, cause I, I, I mean, I saw what was going on, but I just kind of mm -hmm. ignored it. But then when other stuff transpired, I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's time to go. Yeah, it's time to go. I said, no, nah, we'll go grab something else. From yeah, she was like, yeah, let's go. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, Nah, mm -hmm. we ain't fit to do this right now. Right, ain't gonna get shot for no ten nah. piece, nah, nah, <laughs> nah. Nah, but man, we had a good time, man. We got, you know, hung out, got some, you know, R and R, and mm -hmm. and um, hopped in the pool a little bit. So it was, it was dope, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing. Next time you just need to come to Wingstop, <laughs> get you some lemon pepper wings. Tell them the boss sent you. Man, ain't been a Wingstop in a minute. Oh, I ain't never had Wingstop before, so I stopped. I stopped they at one in Temple. They pretty, long, they okay. A while ago, but it wasn't impressive to me, so that's why I didn't yeah. go back. It was too. It was hyped up for me. Yeah. Cause when I got it, it was like, uh, I've had better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know how they are now, but this was some years back. Yeah. Uh, right over there in that yeah. uh, University Mall Plaza. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't never had the wings though. They, it was, they were good, but. <clears throat> I feel like they were like every other wing spot, just like okay. if you go to a Buffalo Wild Wings, of course, Buffalo Wild Wings busting. Um, <laughs> bro, bro, I would pick them over wings. Yeah. You, know, you already know bro, where you going to go. I would pick them over wings any day. Bro, I was with Pop. It was me, Pop, and his moms. <laughs> I was with no Pop. No cap. No cap, bro. I had these. I had these uh, Nashville smoky mm -hmm. hot wings, and then I had these... Um, these curry wings, bro, them, them curry wings on point, boy, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> them curry wings on point, boy. I'm trying to tell you. Them curry wings, I ain't never, bro, them curry wings. Mm. <laughs> oh. Was that like something new, the curry wings? I, I, I don't know if it was new. I just, I said, I ain't never had curry wings That's before. I, I, I mean, I've had Possibly. curry wings, but I ain't never yeah. known Buffalo Wild Wings to have curry bro, wings. Bro, them so. curry wings is on in that Nashville hot, it's like a hot smoky, so it's not like, oh. it's like, it's like hot sauce and the, like if you eat a piece of smoked chicken combined, bro, mm -hmm. it's good, bro, it's, just, it's really good. Yeah. Get that blue cheese going. Oh, yeah, but the yeah. blue cheese with the curly fries, right. yeah, it's a bust down. You're yeah. making me hungry yeah, now, making me hungry. You make, I, ain't, I ain't had dinner yet, brother. What? <laughs> I'm hungry. I ain't had dinner yet, brother. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> me, me either. I'm just saying. All this wing talk makes me want some wings. <laughs> some wings. Yeah. Right. Get it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. <laughs> Be like, uh, let's wrap this up. <laughs> First stop. <laughs> Use some wings. Use some wings. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? W A N G S Wangs. Wangs. That's it. With the exclamation point behind. <laughs> oh, <man>. Long trail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Anything new happening, fellas? Oh, man. Rick, single dropping July 15th. Oh, yeah. That's yes, right. Yes, sir. A week from tomorrow. It's going yeah. down. So y'all make sure y'all run them numbers up.
Yes. And the video gonna be coming soon too, so working man. Yeah. Just getting all commercials recorded. Um uh, we got a couple shows coming up, July twenty second, the uh Straight Foolishness Comedy and Music Festival. So that's gonna be all day from doors open at one, so from one thirty on to about ten, ten thirty. So and we're gonna have different type of food, so it's gonna be really good. And taking the city bash in Fort Myers, we're all gonna be down there too. So yeah. It's gonna be dope. Yeah. Bro, Rick Reed. He, Get your he, tickets, because they sell it. Bro, Rick Reed, he, he reminded me of, um, and I ain't trying to, you mm-hmm. know, he reminded me of, he gave me a Rick Ross vibe. Not yeah. like the street sense, but. Mm-hmm. Just just style. Cause the style he, and the confidence, bro. Like, he he, yeah. he he real confident on camera. So, shout out to Rick Reed, man. He do Facts. his thing, y'all. He, 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 he tough. I like Rick Reed. I like a Ross Payne. Oh. <laughs> you know, he reminded me of T-Pain a lot, too. Just as far as just. How he just pan out everything musically, the stuff he let me hear and from his loud bro, this yeah. bro, he got some fuego. Like if you press mute and then watch the y'all video and just yeah. watch how he move, like he he looks super like he supposed to be there, bro, which is really good. Yeah, yeah. he said he fired, yeah. bro. I like Rick Reed. He fired. Yeah, yeah, he got really fired. Yeah, Dub got a nice camp over there, man. Yeah, 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 God's sure. good, bro. And the crazy part is, I waited so long to have this type of quality. Man. So that and that's well, that's you know, what I'm. You know what they say about the slow cooker, so bro. <laughs> that's some of the best eating you can have. You <laughs> mean that slow cooker? Headline, headline. Mm. Yeah, they listen. That that slow cook be some of the best food in your life. Yeah, that mm. you ever have, man. And and it's it's crazy, man, because it's a it's a two sided coin. You gotta have faith in what you're building and what yeah. God called you to, and then you gotta have faith in those who are around you and believe in what you're mm-hmm. doing and. Man, it's a win-win situation, man. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so blessed yeah. to have a, a brothers like that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, man, I'm telling you, the older I get, the more I value patience. Yeah. Like, serious talk. Like, I look at some of the decisions that I've made mm-hmm. um, in my younger years up to now and looking at some of the situations I could have avoided, pitfalls I could have avoided, mm-hmm. arguments and disagreements I could have avoided. Distractions I could have avoided had I just mm-hmm. been patient enough to, to, I guess, look at things from a different lens, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and, and just change my perspective and the narrative of how things could have been written yeah. versus how they came out. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, even um, with family, like the patience that I have in our relationship and our marriage, and, um, and even with business and ministry too, yeah. having that patience. Patience with that. It's definitely gonna require that. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot. Not wanting to make their own moves, not mm-hmm. wanting to, to do things mm-hmm. out of out of order, um, causing more chaos. Yeah. So when the, when the word says that patience is a virtue, boy, it's like, well, you gotta believe that. It is. <laughs> yeah. You gotta believe that, man, because I got had a situation today. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had them, I had God bless. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, y'all seen it? So yeah. Mm-hmm. I, what am I gonna get mad up? Because he messed my order up. Yeah, mm-hmm. but his mess up was better than most people' mess <laughs> because it came out fire. I was like, man, yeah. he was like, well, hey, you, can, you know, you can have them. I'll just remake it and mm-hmm. get you your product. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. exactly okay, I'm cool. You know, but mm-hmm. what if I'd have been like, man, you don't have my stuff and blah blah blah? No, man, I've been doing business with him on and off a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Right, he made a mistake. You know, could mm-hmm. you know, could he pick up the phone and call me to make sure that this is what I asked for? Yeah, but right. at the end of the day, it was like, 
Mm-hmm. He's a good dude, man. He's good people. You yeah, know, yeah. he he he'd give quality quality business in. It was it was a mistake. Now, you know, I ain't gonna I can't say I would have handled that better 20, 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. I can't. I was I was immature. I was, you know, man. but just as older as I get, just understanding and realizing that, that patience is a virtue. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And sometimes you just gotta change the narrative of what you what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think a lot of times we're like where people come from, like we look at where we come from, we look at our environments, we look at things that we've been through, right. and we let that dictate the narrative and how we live our life mm-hmm. versus letting the narrative play out and what we want to see mm-hmm. and speak those things and but align our actions in the words that we speak. Exactly. Because I've always said this right here. <clears throat> And, and it's been, been, these, been these memes flying around on Facebook talking about prophetic words. You don't need another prophetic word. You just need discipline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, facts. You know what discipline. Accountability. <laughs> but I've always said, you know, and, and you've heard it a lot, prophecy is always based on condition. Right. I can prophesy you anything, but if you don't align yourself not to, and I always say this, not to make the prophecy happen, but you not not to, to move for it to happen, but you move with it so that it can happen. Mm-hmm. What what am right. I saying? Right. They can prophesy a house from the other side of the hill. Mm-hmm. But if I just sit in my living room and I don't prepare myself for the house that I'm looking for, then that prophecy is gonna sit there. Mm-hmm. Just like that vision gonna sit there. Because Ooh. you're sitting there and you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times, man, when we come from, I think we, we're, we, we're looking at what the Bible says, we look through, through um, a glass, what is it? Uh, halfway. Half, half, half dark, dark, something like that. Too. Yeah. Something like dark, darkly, something like that. Too. Y'all mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so it's, it's like, what do you want your life? And that's, and that's a lot of what I deal with. Just when I'm talking about helping you embrace the changes that are necessary for success. What does right. that look like for you? My success don't look like your success. My vision is not your vision. Mm-hmm. My narrative is not your narrative. But a lot of times we don't know what our narrative is because we've already accepted somebody else's narrative. Like right. we, we looked in that, looking at that like, oh, I want that. Mm-hmm. I want the big house. I want the big car. But then what about the taxes and the responsibility that come with that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. insurance and everything. Yeah, Property it, tax. It looks good on yeah. Instagram. If you get a free car. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, we did the on the um they they the riverboat, the water thing that we went on, mm-hmm. it was altered. So it normally it's like a tour. So on along that canal right. is and we've done it before some years back, but we did it on a different thing. Mm-hmm. And um so it's all the like actors, people that got wealthy, like that, like that whole strip, that canal, yeah. With yeah. Like, houses, mm-hmm. and um, and man, they had these beautiful, huge yachts, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, like I mean, yachts everywhere, like boats everywhere, big houses everywhere, nice docks, everything. And I remember the last time we was down there, and we did, cause it's different, like things you can take, cause it's this one boat, and that's the one we went on. Like it's, it's a, it's a tour. And then it takes you to a separate, like a little island type place, and it's like all you can eat barbecue joint with live events and stuff. So it was real dope. 
And um, and that night, um, I forgot who um, house we had passed by, and I can't think of his name, but y'all would know who he was if I was to tell you. And he had a big old huge yacht that was sitting out there on the dock. Mm -hmm. And the, the dude that was, uh, the captain that was driving the ship, he was doing the narrative, telling the story. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, yeah, you know, that's so-and-so-and-so-and-so house. You know, that's his yacht. That's his boat. Yeah, the fuel cost for that boat for the year is over a million dollars. For the fuel. So we look at these narratives of these actors, entertainers and stuff, but you don't know the responsibility that comes with the things that they have. And that's just the fuel. That's just the fuel, exactly. That, that ain't even the maintenance, the upkeep, to maintain, to keep it top tier. That's just the fuel. That's just the fuel. It's just a few, and it's and it, you know what I'm saying, and, and it's it's so so it's like trying to develop your own narrative. What does mm -hmm. that look like for you? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying. You might not want a a, a, a a ten bedroom, eight bathroom house, and that's right. fine. You may want a ten bedroom, eight bathroom mm -hmm. house, but how? Do, what does that look like mm -hmm. like for you? You know what I'm saying. You may want um, to be able to provide for your children's children. Everybody don't want that. Right. You know, what does that look like for you? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But one thing, and I'll let you guys chime in, but here's the thing that I don't want you to do. This is the thing that we don't want you to do. We don't want you to accept the narrative because you downplay what you want because of what you accept in your life that you don't want. Mm -hmm. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I see that, bro, I see that a lot. Like I've, I've run across people, oh, man, you wrote a book. Man, I want to write a book. What's stopping you? Right. <laughs> I'm still struggling. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got started. Yeah, I like, did. Like, yeah. like, it's, it's like I get in a conversation with people. It's like they, they, they come up with all these excuses. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's like you can, you can start the night, write a paragraph, write a sentence. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to interject. Like, it's something exactly. you could do. Yeah. Even if it takes, like, it took me six years to write my first book. Mm -hmm. It don't take me, I can write a book in a day right now if I want to. I say if I want to. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. So right. it's it's like once you once you pick up the habits and both good and bad, they mm -hmm. they're they're reciprocated. They just come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so it's it's like, man, it's it's like we can make excuses mm -hmm. or we can just go for after what we want. You know what I'm saying? It, it it the choice is ours. We can continue to get what we've always gotten by keep doing the same things. Or we can make the change and get something and see mm -hmm. what happens behind door number one. Mm -hmm. Facts. Me writing that first book was the door opener. Mm -hmm. The door behind that door was the main attraction. So a lot of mm -hmm. times we don't get to the main attraction because the first door that we're looking at, it don't look like what we want it to look like. Exactly. And so we stick to that narrative. And so, and then we never get the benefits from it because Dang, man, that door don't look like what it what what it what I want it to look like. But mm -hmm. it's like, no, you know, guys telling you, oh, I know it don't look like what you want it to look like, but it's purpose on the other side of that door. I just need you to walk mm. through it. That's just it. And here's the crazy thing, dog. Everything is about positioning. I was listening to this message today. And I was like, boy, this dude preaching, boy. And he was talking about doors. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about the different types of doors. And then he went to elaborate on how in this season and this particular congregation where he was at, he was talking mm -hmm. about for you guys that this is the season for automatic doors. 
And he said, you know, like with the automatic doors, you don't even got to do nothing but just be positioned properly and it automatically opens up. Mm-hmm. I said, dang, that's tight. And then my mind started going. I'm like, but it's also timely. Because I could still show up to that same automatic door at the wrong time and it won't open mm-hmm. because the store is closed. Exactly. So it's still about timing and positioning. And so when you look at timing and positioning, you just, mm-hmm. like I was saying earlier, like patience is a virtue. So it's like you don't want to get, you know what I'm saying, you don't want to get like mm-hmm. beside yourself and then move out of season, move too fast, too quick, too slow. Exactly. So it's just being able to, to discern how to move at the right pace. Mm-hmm. But one thing we can't do, man, you, you never change the route. I mean, you never change the destination, but you change the route. Right. Like I said, yo, yo, your plan B is to find another way to make plan A work. That's it. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> you feel? Because yeah. it's, it's, oh, yeah. if it don't happen when we want it to happen, how we want it to happen, the way we want it to happen, then we jump and ship. Mm-hmm. Just like I said, I don't remember what podcast it was. What if it, if it was ordained by God, I need you to stick with this for 20 years because... In year five, this is what you're going to gain. Mm-hmm. In year seven, this is what you're going to gain. In year 10, this is what you're going to gain. Mm-hmm. All right? You're going to take a dip. You're going to take a dive in year 12, but I need you to hold tight because you're going to come back up in, 20, in, in 15 years. Right. But that 20th year, whoo, but the whole world going to know your name. But we quit in year three. Mm-hmm. Sometimes shorter <laughs> than that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We quit. We quit. We quit in, in year three because it ain't happening fast enough. But you, you, you lose all the valuable mm-hmm. gems and skills and things that you learned in that 20-year stretch. Mm-hmm. It's going to help you catapult for the next 40. Exactly. So we worry about the first 20 because that for, man, 20 years, it's going to take me 20 years to pop off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those 20 years going to take care of you for the next 40. Chante. When if and I gave time. it to you in year five, You'd have been struggling for the next 40. I, you know what, man? I think that this just means come from the house, bro. Come back from the house. I was, I was waiting. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, because, you know, everybody tampered with this type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. this, not, this, this, this right here, what, you know, so what you came out, out the house with tonight, mm-hmm. this is not a race thing. This is not a... a he got money thing. This is a everybody thing because everybody yep. got something to where they have to change it up. Right. But I think what caused us not to um, press in to change it up is because that once we start looking at that thing, bro, mm-hmm. and I think I said this before, but when you, when a person really starts to tap into really what they want and they see what it takes to, to switch it up, bro. Mm-hmm. Saving your life is dangerous. Mm. Saving your life is risky. Mm-hmm. And you have to go against the grain to save it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that part. when we're talking about changing a narrative, it, like a narrative over story, every time you go to school, you read the narrative over story, it's on paper. Mm-hmm. And you're reading it. It's words, it's sentences. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's grammar. Mm-hmm. So in order for a person to change the narrative, whatever that's written out for you, 
you have to change some a lot of people have to change the way but we gotta change the way we speak right mm -hmm. we gotta change a whole grammar up right we gotta rearrange sentences and like you say i was this now let me let me take this out and type in my own stuff right mm -hmm. because that's not who i am mm -hmm. the other day um so uh, i don't care y'all come from america <laughs> so the other day i was um i went uh jogging right so mm -hmm. I had a hoodie on, and I had a trash bag under the hoodie. So Pop was like, Daddy, why are you wearing a trash bag? You know, he be cracking jokes. I told you you was trash. Oh, I was <laughs> 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 Stuff like that. <laughs> My son, <laughs> we always cracking jokes, bro. I let Pop shut up. <laughs> so, I like, shut up, son. Daddy. Yeah, he got you on that one. It's like 7 a.m. He cracking jokes. So he wake up. He wake up. Rubbing his dress. I saw him. Where you going to trash bag, daddy? I told you you was trash. So anyway, <laughs> so, uh, so I took that. <laughs> he crazy, man. My son crazy. So I got back from jogging, right? So what, mm -hmm. I, what I do was. I, I had um, took off the hoodie, and I started ripping the, the trash bag open, right? So, uh, Grandma came squeaking around the corner, and that took her like 10 minutes, and then Stepmom came out the room. So, I'm in the living room like this. I got my shirt off, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> I got my shirt off. Change the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> I got my shirt Real off and stuff quick. like that. So, I'm in there. <laughs> Like that, <laughs> and no chaser. The the backstory behind that, right? Uh huh. Well, it, uh, like when I was like nineteen, twenty, so like that, I was like three hundred and some pounds, mm -hmm. right? I was literally a walking heart attack waiting to happen. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like three hundred and some, like a little bit after high school, I can wear a size fifty waist. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. big, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm just like five. I'm five five. That's a lot of weight for a person on, on mm -hmm. that, that height. Right. So once you lose the weight, some stuff is hard to shrink. I guess. You know, so you got the man boobs and stuff. So I'm in there. I got the man boobs out, <laughs> nipples dripping and sweat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you're paying a real narrative right now. <laughs> so, Are you doing a 2003 R&B music video? What are we doing? <laughs> so, but I said, so my stepmom... <laughs> <laughs> Look, Moss was like, <laughs> Moss was like, I was like, oh, snap. Moss was like, what? I done seen that before. Your daddy had him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like your daddy had him. I'm pretty sure his daddy had him. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, no. See, that's, that's what I'm doing, what I'm doing, because mm -hmm. I'm taking that sentence out. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have them, yeah. and I don't have to have them. Exactly. So I'm doing something so I won't have them. Because when mm -hmm. I take my shirt off with my wife, my future mm -hmm. wife, I want I don't want to have the man. I don't. Oh no, I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you have to. So, mm -hmm. but when you start to make adjustments, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard making those adjustments, mm -hmm. and that's just with the man boob stuff. What about if it's finances? Mm -hmm. Right. Like, like, what if it's financial? Mm -hmm. And everybody, and, and you was raised in a household where 12 months out of the year, every month, y'all was robbing Peter to pay Paul. You don't think that's going to affect your thinking about finances? Mm 
-hmm. It's going to affect how you do things. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was um, when I was young, the worst thing, the worst thing that my mom and my stepdad at the time could have did, they took me down there and got me a car loan. My first car, my first real car was off the lot. I had a uh, 2005, mm -hmm. a 2008, a 2000-something Chevy Cobalt. Worst decision ever. Mm. Working at McDonald's, making 5.50 an hour. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. them days. Yeah. yeah, I remember them days, boy. That was that, that was that was the worst thing ever because uh, the first thing you did was show me how to acquire debt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ooh, wow. The first mm. thing you did was show me how to acquire debt. That's that's powerful, bro. I don't yeah. think you know how much powerful that is. That is you saying that. That, 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 that that's the first thing you showed me. Mm. Uh, you call it first thing you showed me do is how to get debt on my on my name. And then it was like, no, we not co-signing. Mm. It's on him. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let him get the debt. Let <laughs> yeah, him. yeah, we ain't co-signing. Let him handle yeah. that. We don't want that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not with a ten foot pole. <laughs> because they knew what was gonna happen. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Car got repo. Mm. Mm. You feel me? Mm. So that's the first thing you showed me how to do was to acquire debt. You didn't teach me. You you went and signed me up for a bank account. Yes, congratulations, mm. you did do that, but you didn't show me nothing how to budget. To this day, my, my stepdad or my mom or my my stepdad or my mom or my dad sat me down and say, This is how you zero out budget every dime that hits your paycheck. Never. Mm. I learned from Dave Ramsey. So don't come for Dave. He helping people out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So in order to, but I don't want that narrative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing things about it. And you, you feel funny when you start doing things about it. Right. But when a person just, before a person make a decision to make a step, mm -hmm. when you start looking at it, it look, it looks spooky. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And when you start maneuvering and doing things, it's dangerous. You're like, oh, I never done this before. Oh, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Right. So mm -hmm. I think that's like one of the things, bro. Yeah. That's like in order for you to change or save your life, it's risky mm -hmm. because you're going to have to go against the grain every time because you can't do the same thing over and over and expect something different to happen. That's insanity. Bro, bro, you, bro you, 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 you're taking me back to the good book, bro. Mm -hmm. What the good book say? In order to gain your life, you gotta lose it. Man, when he when he that's on so many different so levels. So many different levels. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if 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 my life, if the narrative that 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 is painted right now, you're the writer. You're the writer, you're the actor, you're the director, you can mm -hmm. stop, you can start, you can push play, rewind, take you, the trip, you can you do anything that you want to do. Mm -hmm. But when you don't know the narrative, then you don't know what to do. You don't know what to take out. You don't know what to add, multiply, subtract, or divide. Oh, and bro, and mm. come on with it, bro. You just open up the portal. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And then, <laughs> and, real. And then here's, the, here's the, the flip side of it, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to put it on social media, but I'm just saying, like, when you see somebody else's success, Mm -hmm. You see somebody else's wife. Children look at how other children are dressed in school. That's why when your kid come home, like, I want J's. Hold on. You ain't know nothing about J's last month. Why you want J's now? Right. Right. You got exposed. Mm -hmm. You got EPL, exposure, process, and leverage. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So 
Hold up. <laughs> you heard it. He just like he did. He slid he, it in now. He just slid that on like, out there. Like a debit. Like he just go like, like a debit card. EPL. Like what? Exposure process and leverage. Like what? That man just said a whole book right there. Like yeah. what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exposure process leverage, bro. Explain. So, all right. That's. Let's go. <laughs> so yes. EPL, that exposure process and leverage, that's something that I feel like that's what captured me. That's why, mm -hmm. remember I told y'all I'm trying 89 different things, nothing worked. Mm -hmm. It's because I was getting exposed to different things that I knew can change my life. Mm. Yeah. Right? So I was trying, like, oh, I like that. I think this can work. I think this can bring us some money. I think this can buy my wife this. I think this can put my family here. I think this. So I'm trying different things. Mm -hmm. Right? So I'm, I'm jumping in to different processes, not knowing that a process is timely. Mm -hmm. yep. And you have to learn your way with the process and learn the business on what you're getting yourself into. Mm -hmm. exactly. I'm looking at the exposure and the leverage, what they can do. I'm, I'm, I'm just skipping over the process part. Mm. Right? Mm. So, but that's what happens uh -huh. to people. They get exposed. Mm. That's good. Uh. You know what I'm saying? They get exposed to something. And once you see, okay, this can change my life. Okay, mm -hmm. what about this? What is the means of this? How much does it cost? Right. How long will it take? And then you start digging into it and you have to work it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to work it. And if you work it long mm -hmm. enough, you will start to see you separating yourself from mediocrity. You will start mm -hmm. to see your finances change. You will start to see you and your girl's relationship starting to do better than it was two months ago. Mm-hmm. You will start to see your house being cleaner. Literally, literally, your mm -hmm. house might be cleaner. Mm -hmm. Like whatever you get exposed to, and you start to work it, and mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying, you will start to see the leverage of it. You will start mm -hmm. to separate yourself away from mediocrity. Exactly. You will not yeah. be normal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 It goes back to what I always say. Exposure creates experiences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, what you're exposed to will create what you experience in your life. You Bro, know? The, the, the first okay. time... I got exposed to real estate, bro. I will never forget this. I was in, I was mm -hmm. living in Fort Myers with uh, mm -hmm. a person I was married to at the time. Mm -hmm. I came down here for a fortune builders with Dan Merrill. He had a, he had a conference. I went to the free one. Mm -hmm. I was blown away by the stuff that I was hearing. When I came back, I told the, the individual who I was with at the time, I was like, yo, I know we got some, look, I say, we got like 200 in the savings. I might need to get that so I can go get this, you know what I'm saying? And she was, mm -hmm. you gotta, okay, so how am I gonna say this? Um, both parties gotta be on the same, not, not that, both exposure, mm -hmm. exposure. So what a person, sometimes when a person don't understand certain things, it's just they haven't been exposed to certain stuff. So they don't grasp it, they don't get it. Mm -hmm. right. I'm, a, I'm gonna just leave that where it's at. So, so anyway, I, had the, I got the guap and I paid for the ticket. It was a three day conference. Mm -hmm. My homie pilot, he let me crash at the crib. Mm -hmm. So I was driving back and forth to this hotel every day from my homie crib to the hotel, bro. It was this guy, I forgot his name, but I didn't forget what he said, narrative. The mm -hmm. things that fly at your mouth, right? Mm -hmm. So he said that he was rambling on, and you at a conference, so people just, people are listening. It's like college, bro. Mm -hmm. Right. People are listening and taking notes as fast right. as they can. Yep. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> oh, they yeah. know you only got three days, and then mm -hmm. when you leave here, you're not going to have access to these people. Right. Right. So, bro, this man said he was talking, 
he was talking. He had on he had on some. I mean, I remember he had on he had on some uh, some brown slacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, some 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 brown loafers, some gray slacks. He had his shirt rolled up. Mm-hmm. He had a watch on, and he had the three buttons loose. You already know what that is. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's money. Mm-hmm. And he's just talking. He flowing. He he keynoting. He flowing, bro. He flowing, flowing. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he flowing, flowing. Like he flowing, bro. Like he's getting, like he flowing, right? Mm-hmm. So he said, he said, my son is 15, my daughter is 16, and both of their grandchildren and their children are already retired. But check out this next keynote. And then I said, I said, hold on, I said, hold on, I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, hold on, hold on, mm. hold on. <laughs> so he said, you know what? We got 15 minutes left. We're going to go go to a bathroom break. He said, everybody, we got the people in the back. They got their panels up. If you got a question, we flip it over to green. You can come over and ask some questions. It was real organized, bro. So he went around the, he went around the back of the uh, curtain, so I went around the back of the curtain. I <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't finna just slide by me like that, bro. <laughs> you finna slide by me like that. I say, oh, excuse me, man. He said, yo, what's going on? He was sipping water. Um, water had no ice in it, but it had a limo on the side. I remember everything, bro. Mm. So um, when I walked around the corner, he said, what's up? When he said, well, I said, hey, how you doing? He said, what's up? He put the glass down, and he immediately put his phone down and directed all his attention toward me. Mm-hmm. Every, um, I, had, I had literally five minutes, mm-hmm. right? So... I said, yeah, uh, five minutes ago, you said that you, your daughter 15 and, and your son is 17. Uh, you, 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 no, you said your son 15, your daughter 16, and their grandchildren, grandchildren already retired. I said, um, what, what you, he said, he said, son, listen to me. He said, my son 15, my daughter is 16. Their grandchildren, grandchildren are already retired. He said, that's the power of real estate. Mm. He said, the first building me and my wife got, he said, we got from hard money. He said, it was a multi-unit. The building came with, he said, the building came with 10 doors in the building. He said, wow. we never looked back. He said, every building we ever purchased, we purchased from other people's money. We never used a dime. He said, but we knew how to work the system. Mm. That jump blew my mind, bro. Mm-hmm. So I went crazy, like, oh snap, like, let's like, like how how do I get <laughs> like how do I like what's going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? So that type of stuff. Once you get exposed to that type of stuff, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a process to it though. Right. And sometimes the mm-hmm. process takes years, bro. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. if you work the process and it work on you, I was watching um what's your what's your boy? He from Tampa too. I watch him all the time now. Um, black guy, what's his name? You put me on his videos. Um, Delatorio? Nope. Uh, Myron, Myron. Oh, Myron Golden. Yeah. Myron, shouts out to yeah. Myron Golden, man. This yeah. guy. The golden child. <laughs> bro, Myron Golden <laughs> is. is phenomenal, man. He is mind blowing, bro. bro. Yeah, man. he's, he's mind blowing. And he was like, he said something that was profound. He was like, you, mm-hmm. he said either you're working it, but just because it's not working in a timely manner don't mean he say either working it or was working on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's process. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if you work the process, if you work it and allow it to work on you and you follow the steps within the process and you mm-hmm. do accordingly, mm-hmm. 
then you will start to see leverage. You will start to see, oh snap, we got one, we got one unit. We made one flip. And then guess what? You, your mind, mm -hmm. the way you think, the way your family carry itself, the way you look at other people, everything yep. you will begin to separate from mediocrity, mm -hmm. from the stuff that, from the way that your parents used to think, from the way that your neighborhood thinks, from what your teacher thought about you. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's where that's mm -hmm. I get that EPL from. Because every, every time, the same thing with the vending machines, bro. I saw that, bro. I went, I was like, yo, what's, yo. Up, what's up with that? <laughs> like what's up with that what you mean like that. what you mean i can make 10 5 g's a month what, what, what you mean let's go mm -hmm. <laughs> like i need that right now like what what's the, what you mean 1500 for machine hold on what you mean like what mm. you mean Look, like well, okay how we do that so that's epr bro because i know if i work the process mm -hmm. it's gonna it's gonna change a lot of stuff in my life mm -hmm. that's what i mean by epl exposure Process and leverage. That's what I mean by that. Yeah, he was just gonna mm. skip behind all that. You see how we got all that, bro? He just gonna skip behind all that. Like, like, that was like, a that was dope breakdown. Information, bro. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like, but it's just, and what was coming to me even while you was talking was, I mean, the B2S podcast is brought to you by No Grind, No Glory Apparel, R828 Edition. It's a reminder to stay strong, to be courageous, to stop your fears, and to feed your faith. Even when it feels like everything is falling apart, just know that you were born to stand out and make an impact. Head over exclusively to www.nogrindnoglory.net and grab you some merch as a daily reminder that all things work together. I mean, you got to look at the film, the TV that we watch. Mm -hmm. That's that's process, right? That's that's you're looking at a movie that probably was produced three years ago. Yep. Because they filmed for three years, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. They had to get they had to do, get the right actors. First, they had to, to send out for a casting call and figure out who they wanted to get as actors. Mm -hmm. And then they don't even start that. They, 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 the contract, they, the deal got to be right for the actor. Mm -hmm. So I can want a certain person to play that character, mm -hmm. but if the deal ain't structured right or, or properly, they might not accept it. So you got to go through all that, mm -hmm. or, or they may be filming another film. Yeah. So it be it's so many things that can happen, but the fact mm -hmm. is, okay, I got a script for this movie, but it got to happen. And then, but it, and how many stories have I watched behind how these actors? This one got the opportunity because this one wasn't available, and they wanted this person, but because this person wasn't available, this mm -hmm. person took it and they knocked it out of the park. And now this person is a star, and and everybody's on their coattail now because mm -hmm. of the opportunity and the exposure that they got because somebody else wasn't in position to take it, but I was, so I'm gonna go ahead and take it. And that's what we have to do with, with life. It's like mm -hmm. you just gotta position yourself when the opportunity comes. Yeah. You can't get mad exactly. when it when 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 it knocks mm -hmm. and you ain't ready. Like the old saying, if you don't if you ain't gotta get ready, if if you stay ready, you gotta get ready. So mm -hmm. it's that it's ball. like, bro, it's it's oh, exposure is so much and here's the crazy thing, bro. We sitting on the boat, right? Mm -hmm. So Isha bends over to me, she said, You saw that? I say, Saw what? She said, Man. Bro, it was hard. It was it was hard wrenching, bro. It was this couple. Girl couldn't have been no more than five years old. He looked like he he gone. Mm. <laughs> he looked like he done had a couple. And he had one in his hand. So she said they made the girl put the beer can in her in her hand. 
and took a photo of her. What? Yeah. Oh, like it was funny or something? It don't. That's not. That's not funny, bro. Bro, it. And bro, we talking about it. I'm, 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 I'm sharing yeah. that because you was supposed to hold alcoholism. You, yeah. It, it ain't yeah. that, but the girl looked so uncomfortable. The girl had. She had this look on her face, like, man, just get me up out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can just fly up and get up out of here right now. The look that her body language, her look, everything is like, if you can just get me up out of here right now, if I can just get up out of here, I would. Mm-hmm. So you're, mm-hmm. you're exposing this young lady to something that she don't even want. Mm-hmm. I seen another, oh my bro, making me go down this road. I seen another, I seen a video today when what made me click it was the, um, the title. I'm like, nah, nah. So, I click it, so I don't know who the guy is, so I'm assuming he's an artist, rapper, whatever, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, he got a house full of strippers <laughs> with the son there. How old the son is? Son looked like he might have been three, four years old. Oh, that's not good. No. He runs, so he's running around the house trying to find it. With, with the camera, with, with the phone. So he finds him in the uh, pantry. He had a large pantry. So he's in there getting snacks. So he's ridiculing him because he's in there getting snacks. Kid look like he's about three years old, maybe four. He's ridiculing him because he's not in there with him with the strippers. A child. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So, and the reason I'm saying all this, because on this podcast, we talk about everything. We talk, on, we talk about life, right? And we t- right now, we're talking about changing the story, changing your narrative. We're talking about exposure creates experiences. We talk about all this stuff. So w- the world is exposing things that are not beneficial or in its proper content in a place of readiness for certain things to be experienced. Mm-hmm. And so... You can't just be in a place to where they think that everything is okay, everything is all right, everything that doesn't make me feel good or make me happy or, you know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's, that's the climate that we're in. So, mm-hmm. so what happens is when I put 20000 in your hand and just like Alexander said, you don't have no financial literacy, and now you it, it's, it's going in 24 hours because you blew it all up at the strip club. Mm-hmm. And nobody, you, you, you didn't think that, or you ain't been exposed to nobody that can tell you different. Nope. You know what I'm saying? It, it just yeah. like I was, talk, I was talking with a young man last night, right? Same situation. Like, dude, like, you gotta change your narrative. Like, if you don't change what you're doing, if you don't change the decisions that you're making, if you don't change the way that you're moving, you're going to keep repeating this cycle. When are we going to stop having this conversation? Who are you hanging around outside? I can't be with you 24 hours a day. I can't be with you 24-7. Who are you hanging with that can give you some of this advice and more, mm. not just dealing with football? Well, I hang out with my teammates. Yeah, but you still talk on football. You, yeah, that's you, not your entire identity. You want to get you want to yeah. get around people with the same vision and goals. That, yeah, that's right. But what are y'all learning outside of football? 
because some of the things he was he was sharing with me that got him in a certain predicament was like basic stuff what you were just saying certain skill set that he should have learned when he was at home but because nobody exposed him to that other than what he was exposed to mm-hmm. I is in a bad situation and you know what and and here's the sucky part the sucky part is when you have leaders that and I'm, I'm coming from the house so I'm trying to you know, watch what I say be respectful of the ones who who brought me into the world you know you know, your parents, your dad, yeah. your mom, and stuff like that. But, you know, we got to keep it 100. So when you have leaders who don't show you certain stuff, and now you are of age, but you're of age and you're inadequate because you wasn't, you weren't shown certain things, mm-hmm. how to do certain stuff. Now, since you're an adult, it's on you now. Right. So now it's your job to learn certain stuff now you have to go through a whole process that you should have went before you got 18, yeah. 19, 21. You have to do that and do life. You have to learn certain skill sets and do life and mm-hmm. apply them at the same time. Right. Yep. And that's yep. a process in itself. Yeah. No, son. You need to think this way. No, think this way, son. Mm-hmm. No, think this way about women. No, this. Now you ain't taught none of that. Now you're mm-hmm. 19, 20 years old. Now you got a baby. Now. Right. No, this this how you right. this is this is about money. No, this is the world wants you to live this way. The right. Bible is really how we should be living. Something like if, right. if you're not drilled with this stuff, mm-hmm. now when you get an adult, you have to figure it out and mm-hmm. apply it because you gotta be productive mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's uh for a lot of people it's hard to do. It's like juggling, bro. Yeah, but yeah. now you're playing catch up. It's like you you playing mm-hmm. catch up. Yeah, you playing catch up, and then. When you get knocked down, now you're 30-something years old or 40-something years old, or you could be 20-something years old, and now you're getting knocked down. Since I'm a male, I got to speak for the males. Mm-hmm. They're looking at you like, hold on, why you ain't balling right now? Right. Why you ain't got it? Why you ain't got your degrees yet? I'm trying mm-hmm. to learn stuff that you should have taught me. When I- right. <laughs> right. This is why. But since it's on me right now, I can't... Uh, and you can't hold that, like you can't hold that up no more, mm-hmm. no, because you're an mm-hmm. adult now. So you mm-hmm. want you want taught it? Guess what? Learn it. Mm-hmm. It's on you now. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And information is at your fingertip now, so yeah. there's no excuse. It's on you. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's no excuse. Information is anything you want to know is at your fingertips. Just, don't know. Don't mm-hmm. know. Women want to hear, man. My daddy. You still claim putting stuff on your daddy? Man, grow up, bro. <laughs> Everything ain't your daddy's fault, big dog. No. Everything right. ain't your mom and them fault. Right. Some of that stuff is mm-hmm. on you. Right. You mm-hmm. feel me? What you got, dog? I know you got something. Um, I think understanding, I think if we understand the difference between ambition and zeal when it comes to the process, um, it'll allow us to really process the the different things that we're fighting against when it comes to growing up, the trauma you experience or, so like nothing is insurmountable if you take it one step at a time. So when you have somebody who's zeal, they gung-ho, they ready, they ready, they ready, but when the process comes, they escape, mm-hmm. they exit. When you're ambition or ambitious, it's something that's continuous because it's, that, it's like creating that dog in you that's, that's helping you to continue to strive even when hardship comes because hardship is gonna teach you valuable lessons. So 
I, I think some of the tools that we can help people with is like ambition is going to cost. Ambition is going to cost late nights, early mornings. It's going to cost a lot of associates, friends, like in the sense of you're going to be kind of like gun ho You're going to be like focused. And, and if you're going to be focused, it's going to require these things. It's going to require separation. It's going to require, nah, I can't go out tonight. It's going to require, like you say, going up and researching all these things. Well, what is this? Okay. Even just sitting with yourself, like what, what was it that I wasn't taught? that I feel like I should have been taught. Mm -hmm. Google it, go to there. Or if you feel like you have people that's close around to you that it kind of give you somewhat of a moral compass, like reach out to those. There's, that's why we have mentors. Because we, we, we don't have excuses of saying why we can't be where we want to be or why who we, not who we are. Because it, it, it starts with accountability. And I look at, you, people will want you to do good, but not better than them. Mm. And you will be misunderstood. You, you, people won't understand what you're trying to do because they're not trying to go where, you, where you're trying to go. Because your, your surroundings and your environment will ultimately dictate who you become if you don't understand your awareness or your self-awareness or who's around you because you'll forever be in that and this is what you feel like this is life this is not life for me i don't look at me doing all of these things here to suffice because one it's not making me feel good two it's not putting me in a better place and three i feel the same way when i keep going in this repeat repetitive cycle so what are we going to do to break that what, what, what is your narrative? What do you want your narrative to be? A lot of people don't know what they, what they want their narrative to be. And so what will you do when you don't know? You'll revert back to what you're used to. Like you say in the word, you'll return back to your old folly. And you're just like, well, I guess this is, chalk it up. I guess this is what I am. This, this, is, this is all I know. But that ain't, what, that ain't all what you have to know. There's, some, there's a whole world out there. And there's, I still have friends for years that's just still within that, that block circumference. Like in the hood, it's just like, man, you got a whole world out here that you can go travel, that you can go see what, what you want to do and what you want to become. But it takes people that can help you see what's on the inside of you that you don't even see in yourself. Because it's going to take a, a village, as they say, to raise a child, but it's going to take a village also to grow a man or a woman. Because there's certain things and keys in life that you, you have to equip with. Because if not, you'll drown. Mm -hmm. You'll definitely drown. And that's something we don't want. Mm. Yeah. I want, I want to go, go back to um, something you said when you went to that real estate conference. Yeah. And, and you cracked open this safe, so to speak, took the money out paid for the ticket yeah. to the conference. Mm -hmm. It was an investment that was made. Right. And here's, here's what I want the audience to understand where I'm going with this. There was an investment that was made that put you in an atmosphere to get information that you normally wouldn't have gotten without the investment. Mm -hmm. Bro, I would never, I, I have to, I have to, before I leave this earth, 
I have mm-hmm. to taste that at least one time. I got to taste some real estate money, bro, because I know it's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I, bro, yeah. the man said, he was like, look, I'm telling you, he said that's <laughs> the power of real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what happens is you make the investment. Mm-hmm. And where I'm going at with this, a lot of people don't want to make the investment. So, when you don't make the investment, you don't get in and into environments or you don't get access to the thing that can change your life. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. I've seen people bark at prices for conferences. I've seen people bark at prices for workshops. If you can't afford it at the moment, that's fine. But it's nothing to badmouth somebody out because they wanted to charge a certain thing for their information. You don't know what them people went through to get that valuable information that they got that they're going to give you when you walk into those doors. Mm-hmm. So, but at the end of the day, if you want to change the narrative, if you want to change your story, that's the power of mentorship. That's the power of getting in certain doors. But everything is not going to be for free. Because when I give you something for free, nine times out of ten, you're not going to use it anyway. You got that one percent that's actually going to take it and do something with it. So mm. that's why they charge. Because they done went. I done been there. Application. I done been. To, I done been there, dude. I I've been. My, I don't. Me personally, I don't have a high ticket item because of my market, right? Right. So, and and, and those are when I'm saying high market. When you get into the realm of, of personal development, when you're talking about high uh, market value or high ticket prices, you're talking about five, ten thousand dollars for a session, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about it can be just a thirty-minute consultation, mm-hmm. it, whatever. It, it's, 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 that's what they call high ticket items, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I've 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 been connected with people that have those. I have been connected with people um, that have tried to get into those circles by bypassing that and then bad-mouthing a person because they have a high-ticket item. So it's like, why bad-mouth that person because you don't know what they went through? Now, it's your responsibility to find out if that person is really giving out valuable information that warrants that because what we want to do, we always try to take the responsibility off ourselves. But at, at the end of the day, my mentor told me this, you can't charge for something that you've never paid for. Mm. Thank you. You can't charge for something you never paid for. So you can't expect somebody to pay you $1,000 for a service if you've never paid nobody $1,000 for a service. Mm-hmm. But then you want to badmouth them because they're charging you $1,000 for a service when you're like, man, why they charging so much? That's $200. You don't know the. I always say mm-hmm. this right here. You get paid more for what you know than what you do. Mm-hmm. Just ask your mechanic. No, I actually a supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They sit behind the desk pushing paper, but you the one doing the hard work, but they the one getting paid all the money. And then they're going to try to tell you what they thought that you thought. <laughs> and then you call your mechanic. <laughs> he does something so simple. You be like, that's it. And then charge you an arm and a leg. You be like, he's paying for knowledge. He knew to do that. You did. Exactly. You scratching your head trying to figure out what's wrong with your car. And it took him five minutes to figure it out because why? He spent years studying for those five minutes. And then you mad because he giving you a bit. It's like, mm-hmm. man, I tell you, the older I get, the more I see things in a different light. And my narrative changes because I can't expect people to pay me for stuff that I've never paid for. And then, look, check this out, Mike, too. <laughs> when there's something that's free, it's not free. It's an exchange. Mm-hmm. 
Come on. When you trying to get something for free, it's an exchange that's happening. You don't see it, you don't feel it at the moment. It's gonna mm -hmm. catch up with you like five or six years later. The exchange is that you are exchanging your position to be in the same place. Mm -hmm. That's good. Like it's an exchange. That. I like mm -hmm. that. You are exchanging the easy route. Mm. It's an exchange going on, you don't even know it. Mm. But you taking the, sometimes, that's why some people are like, I don't want the free lunch. Right. Mm -hmm. I'd rather work for it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because me it's trying to me trying to lowball, it's gonna you taking way more mm -hmm. from me than me actually getting it myself. Mm -hmm. You're taking away the experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to know. You're exchanging your freedom. Exactly. Yeah, you're exchanging a lot of a lot of yeah. stuff is on the line, bro. Yeah, a you lot of stuff is on the line. Much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had countless conversations with with people that own high ticket items. And they get more headaches from people because they have a lower ticket item that may be 199 197 And they get so much headache from those people. And the people that's paying five or $10,000 don't blink and stroke a check. Mm -hmm. I'm batting 100%, dog. I promise you, and I ain't no cap. No cap. Everybody that I've talked to that offers in the space of, of where I'm at mm -hmm. and personal development that have high ticket items, they say the same thing. When, when you're dealing with low ticket items and, and people that have poverty mindsets like that, he say, man, they want everything. They want your blood. They want your blood type, social security number, everything. Because they're, they're, they're overthinking because that's, that's just where they are. But he say, man, they, but they, and I'm batting 100%, dog. And they say, man, but people that pay five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five, fifty thousand dollars for a service, bro, they don't blame. Mm -hmm. Because they understand the value behind what they're gonna get mm -hmm. that comes with that type of investment. Right. In exchange. Is an exchange. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna give you this investment in exchange for some information that's gonna swap places. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's gonna change, that's gonna exchange me into the position of where you are. But in order for that to happen, there has to be a mutual exchange somewhere. And so in the mutual exchange is if I do want to offer something for free, that's the mutual exchange. I'm offering mm -hmm. you something for free with the potential of you buying something from me in the future. Right. Because I ain't nothing for free. Mm -mm. They're offering it for free, hoping you buy something or connect with them somehow mm -hmm. in the future. Mm -hmm. So you're getting the information now, hoping to change your life mm -hmm. sometime in the future. It's yeah. a, it's a uh, buy now, pay later. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> buy now, pay. <laughs> buy now, pay exactly. later. That's what it is. <laughs> you know for sure. Right. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So it, it's it's ah oh, man, it's good. It, it's it's it's. And I wanted to read that. Read the definition, too. And I know we've been we've been way into it, but it just I want y'all to we want y'all to get this, man. It's like don't stop till you see pay dirt, man. It's like, it's like, don't stop till you see, I mean, I know you're tired, I know you're weary, I know the relationship is frustrating, I know your mm -hmm. job is getting on your nerves, things ain't where they need to be, but at the end of the day, man, the Bible mm -hmm. said that the vision speaks at the end. It don't speak in the middle, it don't speak at the beginning, it speaks at the end. Yep. But what happens is, if you change your vision, it will never speak because you changed the vision. So when you change the vision, it can't speak because you changed it. And so, because we lost our patience. So we want you to be in a position to where mm -hmm. if the narrative ain't narrating, if that's a word, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
there's been there are too many narratives. <laughs> you, know what I'm you, you just gotta, we gotta, we gotta figure it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, mm-hmm. and, and don't feel like you're a failure if you gotta shift gears. And I, and I was um, doing, doing the interview, I was telling y'all, and that's what I, that one of the questions that they asked. And I said, there's a difference between quitting and shifting. Quitting, you stop. Shifting, you just change, change lane, change gears. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, you're not a failure. You just had to take a different route to get to a different to, to the same place. Yeah. So, like I tell the kids, like you might not make it to the NFL, but what's stopping you from being a trainer? What's stopping you from being a coach? What's stopping you from being in the back office? There's so many other positions that is ran in the operation, but we get so stuck, far fetched on position. one situation, pos- exactly one position. Oh, I want to be. You want to be the one toting the ball, getting broke up. And so, in three to five years, you ain't no good for nobody. Mm-hmm. I, try, I love the sport, but it is brutal. It is brutal. And so it's just like we don't think. I remember, man, I spoke at a youth revival um, some years back. And I can revert to this story back sometimes, and I feel it's a good place to share it right here. Young, you know, at the end, I got done, and I was praying for the, for the youth. You know, mm-hmm. It was getting ready to go back to school. A young kid comes up, and they come to find out it was actually um, Brother Fisher, the nephew. Mm. So he comes up to me and with these, you know, was, so you know, talking kids, just chopping it up with him. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, while we're standing there, just kind of, you know, if I don't feel nothing, I don't say nothing. I'm not fit to conjure up no word. I'm not fit to conjure up no prophecy. I'm mm-hmm. not fit to do that. I'm not that dude. So I talk, hey, you know, what, what do you want to do? What are you struggling with? What can I pray with you for? You know, we having that conversation, and. Um, First thing he says, he said, man, I want to go to the NFL. And I said, you know what, my man, that's great. You know what I'm saying? I pray that you make it. I hope that you make that. And I said, listen, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in the business of taking dreams, but, man, but I am in that business of expanding them. And I talked to him about ownership. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? There's always another way. Even if you don't make it on the field, you ever thought about owning the team? And bro, when I said that, I can see his face now. The kid's eyes got real glossy and he lit up like a Christmas tree, dog. Mm-hmm. Change the narrative. Because we're always trying to be on the field. If I can write you a check for $20 million, how much am I getting? We're not having that conversation with our kids, man. Mm-hmm. If I can write you a check for $20 million, then how much is the owner getting? We already know there's no minority owners in the league. So what about these other positions that warrant life? You may not be the $20 million guy that's running up and down the field, but what about the six-figure guy that's sitting in the back office? We're not having these conversations. Let's change the narrative, not just for us, but for the next generation. Because at the end of the day, while we're getting old, they're, the, they're going to be the decision makers that are coming behind us. So what mm-hmm. kind of narrative are we passing on to them? I can remember stories from growing up that, man, take me down memory lane. I remember just yesterday I was on Facebook and um, somebody had posted, it's this game that we used to play. And I used to love when we used to go into that class, the computer class, when, it, when, it was, when you knew when you walked in that class and certain things was up, you knew you was fit to play that game. Mm-hmm. And they had a picture of the game saying, how many of y'all remember that, Remember this? Or, or something to the fact of, you know, if, if, if you know what this is, 
Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Type mm -hmm. deal. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, that was my favorite game. And, and it, but it was, you had to learn how to do things. Uh, what's the name of that game? Um, Is it Mavis Beacon? Trail, something trail. Oregon okay. Trail. Oregon Trail. I remember yep. that. Okay. And you had to learn how to barter. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, you know what I'm saying? What are we doing to change the narrative? But, you know, I can go back and listen to stories like that. What kind of stories are we passing on to our kids, to our children? to our family members, what, to, to, to not just change our narrative, but change the narrative of our, our bloodline. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. when I'm dead and gone, you know what I'm saying? Man, man, man Pop left off straight. Man, Pop taught me some stuff, man. Mm -hmm. Man, Grandpa left us straight, man. Grandpa taught me some stuff. Or, we squander it all the way because we're trying to live somebody else's life and never really figured out what kind of life we want to live our own. Mm -hmm. Living off of somebody mm. else's script. Mm. That's real. Living off somebody else's script, man. Mm. It's, it's, and, 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 and all the narrative is, check this out, we're going to get some closing remarks from these guys and then we're going to get out y'all help, man. It, it says, a spoken or written account of connected events, comma, a story. And that's what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. A spoken or written account of connected events. Mm -hmm. So even if somebody has spoken ill will over your life from your childhood or, or your adulthood, you have the ability to change that. But you have to mm -hmm. believe that you have the ability to change that first and primary. Before you go look for a mentor, before you go to counseling, before you go get connected with anything or anybody associated to your freedom, you have to first believe that you deserve a better life, that you deserve a better relationship, that you deserve better in mm -hmm. your business and your finances and things of that nature. Because without belief, then you will continue to walk around in that circle of doubt and, 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 and live in, in what, what Alexander said, live, live in the life of mediocrity because mm -hmm. that's beyond what you desire. But if you can't believe that you deserve that, then guess what? Then it's, it, you won't be able to obtain it because you can't grab a hold of what you don't believe. That's you can't true. attract what you don't believe. So whether it's a, spirit, series, a series of spoken words or events, things that happen to you, trauma, like Dub said, mm -hmm. things of that nature, come on, man, let's change the narrative. Let's focus, man. These are hard questions that we got to sit down and ask ourselves, like, what do we want? Man, I remember that the one video, it was a, one of E.T.'s um, higher, more higher successful um, viral videos where, he, where he's going off, man, doing this thing. And he was like, you know, what do you want? Uh -huh. You owe yourself an explanation. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. Exactly. Like, he going in. Like, he was like, you owe yourself an explanation. You owe you, and that's when he was talking about you owe you. So you I think that's where it all started from. So he just wrote the book now, but that's, that message was done a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. So it's like you owe you, you owe yourself. So you owe you, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your legacy. You owe it to your legacy that if the story written in your life ain't what you want to read or watch, what are we going to do to change it? That's the question that we want to leave with y'all tonight. Mm. 
Where do we want to where do we want to be five years from now? Where do we want to be ten years from now? And if five or ten years surpass but we did put in the work, but it ain't come to pass, that don't mean you stop putting in the work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still got to keep on working. You have more work to do. Because in the end, the vision going to speak. What y'all got before we get up out of here, man? Go ahead, Dub. You know, Dub, like, Dub is the King Griffey of the team. He just, <laughs> he just bring it home, I man. just, um, I had wanted to pull up a quote that I said, like, uh, this is back like 2017. And I think we don't realize how much we'll lose when we never realize how much we can gain. So one of these quotes was, don't revert to the very thing that caused you to lose everything. Mm. Oh man, repeat that, bro. Don't revert to the very thing that caused you to lose everything. That's that's heavy which means you're gonna have to change some behavior patterns mm. you're gonna have to give up a lot to gain a lot more nothing in this world comes without some form of sacrificing period how bad you want to change your narrative that's like how you say it. that's the question are you willing to ask those tough questions are you willing to really do that internal uh, inventory. What do I need to work on? How can I improve? How can I be the version of myself that I can see or that other see within me? It's not reverting to the very thing that caused you to lose everything. For whatever reason, we'll do the same thing habitually, knowing the outcome, but for whatever reason, we just, we just feel like we get stuck in that, in, in that place and like you don't have to be. There's too many people out here, too many mentors, too many people who are for you. You just got to do a self-awareness check. Who is around me? What are they encouraging me to do? What are they not encouraging me to do? Are they investing in me in, in the manner of dropping words and encouragement in, into a matter to change my mindset? The narrative can't change unless you do. That's all I got to say, bro. That's it. That's it? Man. Hey, I got I got to say this before we get up out of here. And it actually pick it back off what you just said. Mm-hmm. And, I, 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 and I'm going to repeat it because we, we repeated it on one of the previous podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, but... It says trees don't hang around with the grass, even though they all started from the same place. Man, that Facts. right there, bro. That I, I just, I just, <laughs> this, this, it just popped in my head, and it's like it's just so befitting with this clothes out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying because we get that narrative, we get connected with people and things and and familiarity, and 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 because of the uncertainty of the unknown, we we stick with what we know. Mm-hmm. And it keeps our current situation in the way that it is. So I just so do. felt like, man, that just to connect with what Dub said, it just popped in my head. And like, man, we got, I just close, we'll close it out with that, man. Trees don't hang around with the grass, even though they all started from the same place. Mm. Get your get back at the end of the day. Get your get back. Mm-hmm. Get your get back. So 
That's what we got for tonight, man. I hope we said something to kind of shift the narrative of, of where you're going, shift the trajectory mm -hmm. of where you're going. And um, cause that's what we do, man. We 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 all of us are conscious guys up here, man. And and and, and uh, we want to say things that make you think and make you go back and and look at your life with a microscope and like, you know what? I'm not happy right here, or, or I'm not mm -hmm. purposely satisfied right here. And yeah. and really make that shift and make that change, cause at the end of the day, somebody's dependent upon mm -hmm. what's supposed to be coming out of you. Yeah. Somebody's dependent. Somebody's dependent on the next level of you. Mm. <laughs> Somebody. And, somebody's dependent on. And next you know level what? Of you. Nine times out of ten, you are the first person who is dependent on the next level of yourself. Exactly. One hundred. Straight yeah. up. Exactly. Because your gift is wrapped in purpose, and your purpose is tied to somebody else's. Cause there you go. It has to be. And don't be afraid to make the investment to get in some doors. Mm -hmm. Bro, that was, bro, that was, man, mind you, we had just moved out there. Yeah. Yep. Bro, we only had $200 in there. That's yeah. why she was tripping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, I got to go. Yeah. I got to go. I got to go. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Do what you think is best. <laughs> you, know? you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they, they, don't, they don't understand. Yeah. But mm -hmm. when I went there and got that information, bro, I Bro, I was twinking for like two weeks. I was like, man, we, I, I was, bro, I did not believe, I did, I could not mm. believe, I could not believe what I was hearing. And I would never, ever forget that ever. Ever since then, bro, I done ran across, looking up all type of people, bro, Lily Invest, you know what mm. I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lily Invest, Max Maxwell from North Carolina, mm. Lily Invest, she in Oklahoma. These people are doing it, bro. Yeah. These people, like, I just, I, I just never forget them. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I would never, I would never ever, because once you hear it and once you see it, you're accountable for it. Mm -hmm. So if I know this is something that can change a pattern, a change to a, a, a certain area of my life forever, why not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why not? So yep. that, mm -hmm. was the, that was our last $200 that we had in the savings. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I said we need to. I, I need this, bro, because I, yeah. I need this. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's the visionary. Nobody really understands the vision other than the visionary. Exactly. You know, I got this thing, and, and we'll get ready to get up out of here, man. It's like information changes lives, revelation changes generations. Mm-hmm. So you had to get in the room where the information was to get the revelation that that you needed to change your generation. Mm -hmm. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. There's been another live one, man. Been another live one, man. So, yeah. once again, man, we hope we said something. Um, kind of prick your heart, man, going in. It was, you know, a little bit different on tonight, man. We, we came from a different place tonight, man. Just felt different tonight, man. We just yeah. wanted to, 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 to hit a different spot. So, man, just remember, man, at the end of the day, man, you owe you at the end of the day. Don't nobody owe you nothing. But you owe yourself everything. Mm -hmm. So, hey, man, this your boy, man. Hey, remember what we always like to tell you, man. Shoot for the top because the bottom is way too crowded. And if you think different and be different, you have the opportunity to live different. And once again, we'll see you on the other side of success. We'll see you next week. God bless. Peace. Peace.